Your stories don't define you, but how you tell them will. Hi, I'm Sarah Elkins, your host and chief story maker at Elkins Consulting. This is the fourth episode in a series on storytelling for professionals. In episode 292, I shared stories about my love language, which is cooking for people. Because when we share stories of the activities that bring us great joy, we offer people a glimpse of our character and our values. Whether that's at work or in a job interview, maybe sharing a story with family or friends, or when we're sharing content in any form of media or on any platform. My stories of nurturing and nourishing people in our home, at our dining room table in that episode, demonstrated part of what makes me a good addition to any team, my positive energy, and my ability and ambition to create an environment where people feel safe and encouraged to bring their best. The next episode in the series was a story about a team I worked with at a job many years ago. It was a work story that demonstrated my openness to learning how I manage frustration with different ways of approaching projects and relationships, and my meeting facilitation skills. And last week's episode was a personal story about planning my mother and aunt, her identical twin sisters, 75th birthday celebration and family reunion for around 40 guests. Those stories demonstrated my meeting and event planning skills, my team building, and made it very clear about what my priorities are, what matters to me, and how I approach planning. Early this year, I launched an online course called Job Interview Storytelling. Clients have found it extremely valuable as they prepare for upcoming job interviews. It was after a successful and highly relevant Storytelling for Professionals workshop that I realized my online course might be too specific. After all, every professional benefits when they can share specific stories that demonstrate their skills, character, and values. It's a career development skill, storytelling, that doesn't get even close to enough attention. Maybe it's because people are concerned about sounding like they're bragging about their success. Or maybe people avoid sharing stories because they think work stories are boring to people or they think it's too complicated, too complex to be interesting to share. That's why I started this series of podcast episodes, to demonstrate how to share stories that can help build your career. You might be surprised at how many opportunities you have to share the stories that show people your skills and values. And even more importantly, you might be surprised at what the stories you're already sharing demonstrate about you, your personality, and your character. As I prepared for an interview years ago, I was thinking about the most common interview questions that I like the least. Tell me about yourself and what's your greatest weakness? I prepared two stories to share to answer that first question. And when it was asked in the interview, I observed my audience. It was a panel with six interviewers. Four were women, three were academics or faculty, and three were administrative staff including the director of the department. They seemed family-friendly. Some had already shared a little about their kids and their fur babies. So I knew telling the story of our move from Washington, D.C. to Helena, Montana, would be a good one to describe who I am. It took about four minutes for me to describe why we moved, 
which was my unexpected change in priorities from being very career-driven to realizing that where we lived meant having a nanny raise our kid and possibly being tied to our high-paying jobs just to afford private school. I talked about the move itself in a 24-foot rider truck with a 20-foot car trailer and the dog and cat camped out in the car. I mentioned that it took a week to travel across the country with our six-month-old baby in the car seat between us. And I talked briefly about adjusting to living in a small town in Montana, starting my business of going to people's homes and offices and training them as functional users of their computers, while also getting an evening job teaching computer classes at the local tech school. In that four-minute story, the group learned what was important to me. They learned how adaptable and adventurous I can be, and a little about my skills as a teacher and my entrepreneurial spirit, a characteristic that happened to be a great fit for that particular position. And then came the dreaded, what's your biggest weakness? That's when I shared a recent story about a big mix-up with an unwieldy spreadsheet. I set up the story with some background, maybe one and a half or two minutes to describe the spreadsheet, what data was being collected, how it was being used, and why it was important. And in another one and a half or two minutes, I explained the challenge that someone, it could have been me or one of the other two people who were working on that project, had sorted the table without selecting all the columns, which meant records were associated with the wrong identifiers. It was a big and serious mess. And the final two minutes of my story about my biggest weakness were spent explaining the steps I took to resolve the issue and ensure it didn't happen again. Going back version by version until I found a correct one, and then painstakingly redoing the work. Probably about six hours of changes I had to remember and make, and the efforts I took to reach out to the stakeholders to explain the error, take responsibility for it, and list their help in making sure I caught all the changes as we had discussed in our four-hour meeting the week before. And finally, I shared that making every spreadsheet for the project in the future into tables, if you're an Excel user from way back, you'll understand this, so that we could protect the worksheets and spreadsheets from this possibility happening again. I'd love to tell you that I got the job, that my interview was so overwhelmingly successful that they offered me the position on the spot, but that didn't happen. What did happen was I left feeling really good about how I presented myself. I knew I had developed good relationships with everyone on that panel. And two weeks later, I heard back from the hiring manager that I had been one of two finalists and that they went with the other candidate because he was local and already had a strong local presence and network and could begin the project without having to spend time getting to know the local stakeholders. I asked if I could have done anything differently, if the hiring manager had any constructive feedback or ideas to help me improve. And she said, Sarah, everyone on the panel was confident that you'd do a great job and that you'd be a wonderful addition to the team. It was a really hard decision, and it simply came down to the fact that he could get off the blocks faster because of his local connections. I cried when I got off the phone. I really wanted that job. And yet, two days later, the hiring manager called me back and asked if I'd be interested in an introduction 
She heard about a job she thought would be a great fit for me. And when she told the hiring manager, a friend of hers, about me, that hiring manager was very interested in an introduction. Though I ended up taking a different job, I did stay in touch with both of these women for a few years, and I learned a lot from them. By preparing stories to answer the most common, sometimes kind of stupid questions, you have the opportunity to share so much about yourself, way beyond what's on your resume and cover letter. In any professional setting, whether around the proverbial water cooler, at a networking event, or when presenting to your team or organization, side conversations at meetings, knowing how to share meaningful stories is a very practical skill. Collect your stories, practice them, categorize them so you're likely to share the right one at the right time with the right audience, and demonstrating your skills, values, character, and vision. Thanks for listening to Your Stories Don't Define You, How You Tell Them Will. If you're curious about how my workshops and keynotes can help you and your audience or team be better ambassadors for your organization and their careers, please visit my website, elkinsconsulting.com, and schedule a discovery call. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Smile, what's the use of crying? You'll find that life is still worthwhile if you just smile.